Seltzer Kings Podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listening to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Yo, welcome to Crazy Stupid Podcast. <laughs> I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin Doyle. My name's John Sieber. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys are watching romantic comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's stupid. Part three. Love. It's love. Mm-hmm. I forget what... We, we referred to uh, this movie on a different podcast, and I said crazy stupid, and Corey's like, I was like, we're like what and i was like what he's like i thought you were gonna say crazy stupid asians because <laughs> because we because you didn't weren't thinking about that movie i wasn't thinking about this movie i was thinking of crazy rich asians yeah which I we mean, should watch at some point oh totally great movie yeah crazy stupid asians I, I was just cracking me up today because you're you were like legitimately like whoa 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 and i was like <laughs> i was like what? it's called crazy rich asians okay mm-hmm. um but that's not what we're watching we're watching, we're watching crazy, crazy stupid, stupid love. love. Crazy we're watching stupid crazy love. stupid Caucasians. Crazy stupid. Um, from the Caucasus regions. From the Caucasus regions. Aren't most of the main characters in this movie Caucasians? Yeah, I think all of them. I think all, I think all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Except for Marissa Tomei's Italian. She is Italian. Mm-hmm. She's from go. the region of Italia. <laughs> She's a Sicilian. She's a, her cousin is a Vini. <laughs> She's, How come you never call me back? How come you never call me back? You come here, you eat my pussy, <laughs> my puchenta. You lick my butthole. You lick my butthole, and then you, you never, never call. you never call. You never call me back. You never call me back, and your son is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's Marissa Tomei in this. She actually has a regular voice. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, this this movie. I don't know. It, I'm loving. To be honest, movie. it might get the award for best story mm-hmm. so yeah. far. I think yeah. this one kind of came out of the blue for us in 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 our rom com expectations. Yeah. What well, What does this movie and McDonald's have in common? I'm just loving it. Yeah. Da, 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 da. I'm loving. I'm it. I'm loving it. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't. Please don't sue us, McDonald's. No, uh, please sponsor us. Please sponsor us. I love a McDonald's ice cream cone. So good. Very good. You know who wrote, you know who came with I'm loving it? Pusha T. Yeah. And JT. I think Justin Timberlake came. And, did and Justin Timberlake come with some some of it too? I, th- I think so. And and Pusha T also came up with We Have the Meats. I, I boom, 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 Did he really? Boom. He also did something for Burger King recently. I know the, or I met, I shouldn't say no, I met at a party the, the woman who recorded that. Wow. The I'm loving it song. Yeah. And I was like, how much did you make? She's like, uh, enough to put my brother and sister and I through college and I'll buy cars. And I was like, okay. Wow. Lots of money. Where'd you meet them? It was at a, was at a party in high school. So she could have just been completely lying. Well, I want to know. <laughs> Wait, was she in high school? Yeah. She was in high school. That's, that's what she said. That's, you know, now that I think about that as a 30 something year old man, if she was in high she school, she was blowing smoke so far. Up if she ass. was in high school and she told you she made enough money to put herself but when through her college, just get that shit. I mean, yeah, college? but also how could she put herself through college? If she I was, was just standing there. Paper, I thought, what you, do I think of when I think, and I said, I'm loving it. They were, they had, a, they had a, the cassette tape. I'm going to look it up. And if it's, if Kro- it's someone from, you may look it up right now from, uh, Winneka, Illinois, I think she was from, then I'll believe it. If not, what was her name? Look it up. I don't remember. It was a high school, a random girl I met at a party. Was she hot? Yeah, probably. 
Nice. I don't know. <laughs> nice. Yeah. She was the dick mentor. Um, what is that? What is that? Oh, 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 you don't know about dick mentors? Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I was like, it, it sounds like when you say it like that, it sounds like a fantasy thing. Like, oh, you have know. to go. Through he the, wasn't there. You have I, to go. Through I know the, he wasn't there. Did you tell him? No. You don't but, know what it is. Oh, no. I'm thinking that's what that's else, the though. danger. That's the, honestly the danger in this new format. I know. Because listen, we all have to be there for at least part of the movie. But but we um, you know, there's sometimes where it's like. Corey and John, you know, you know how we could have avoided the danger. You could have just gone along with me saying, I know what it is. Yeah. That's what I was doing. <laughs> and then you were like, you weren't there. Was he? Hey, here's the, here's the showbiz curtain. You don't have to pull it back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I was no, like, no, I was no. like, oh yeah, the dick mentor. Sorry. I thought it was something else. I and know, then I was I'm, like, oh, maybe it is there's something. No, there's no danger if you yes. And Kevin, I know that is, that I, is I don't remember what it is though. It was the, it was the the high school student who who is training Julie how to pick up older. That's who it was. I was like, who's the dick dick mentor? Yeah. Okay. Keep uh, going. That's it. The the it's an inside joke. It's a podcast joke. Dick mentor. Uh, dick mentor is a high school girl who teaches. I thought Dick mentor was a football coach. Dick mentor. Well. We were trying yeah, to explain what the dick mentor is. We real. were trying to figure out uh, Steve Carell's babysitter. I lied. It's not. It's not yada da da da. I'm loving it. It's at McDonald's. We we like we love to make you smile. That's the one she said she recorded. Whoa. I don't even remember that one. At McDonald's, we like to make you smile. Ooh, damn. Yeah, I don't remember that. One. It was that one. It was that one. Is that, Sorry. Is that Barry White on the podcast? Hey. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Dick Mentor was a uh, th the girl that um, she's a high school girl who has sex with older men. And Steve Carell's babysitter went and asked her, like, how do you get older men? And she's like, I have big tits. And then she's like, yeah, but what else do you do? And she right. like goes back and forth and teaches her. Right. And then in the uh, in the description of the of the plot, we were trying to figure out her name and what her role was. She like teaches and we're and I was like, she's like a dick mentor. And then John started being like, Hi, I'm Dick Mentor, and I'll teach you how to fuck older men. That's great. And uh and uh I yeah, I was like, who is the dick mentor? Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's well now I'm caught up. That's good. I feel like all the listeners are just like we just heard we just listened to we just listened to that last week. I feel like one of the listeners now. Yeah, this is one of the best podcast formats ever, where we recap what happened on our last podcast to other people. I mean, it's kind of it is kind of like how now content is just like cannibalizing our content. We are literally doing podcasts about our podcast. Can wait? Can I ask you an honest to god question? Yeah, please. Since you enjoyed that, would you consider joining our Patreon? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's going to be, I guess it's going to be hard to, uh, join the Patreon and also run it, but yeah, but, but I'll do it. <laughs> but you know what? I enjoyed that Dick mentor bit so much. I think I will. Well, I guess it deserves some of my money. <laughs> I'm, I'm like deep into McDonald's jingle Lore? slogans right now. Like I'm like literally reading the the slogans that McDonald had in Trinidad and Tobago. What is it? Uh, I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> give me a Turkish one. But in Turkey, it's McDonald's GBC Yoki. Cool. Give me a give me a one from the UK. There's a difference at McDonald's that you'll enjoy. There's a difference at McDonald's that you'll enjoy. Honestly, <laughs> in it, in good it. food fast. The sign of a good burger is that it's got. Two lumps of sugar. Yeah. At Bondi <laughs> Beach, we like. Look at this. Look at this one from the from winter two thousand nine. That's McDonald's, but cozy. <laughs> what is that in America? Oh no, this is in UK for the for the Tastes of America series in two thousand nine. The slogan for McDonald's in UK was "That's McDonald's with yeehaw." That's amazing. Oh my gosh, dude, That's we so can funny. do a podcast about McDonald's slogans. What's the first? Uh, what's the first United States one? Let's eat out. Let's eat out. Hell yeah! Samantha Samantha Jones wrote Jones. that one. <laughs> <laughs> I got a few others for you, sweetie. <laughs> um, 
Oh man, that's McDonald's. A hole is a hole. <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by Mr. Pussy. Brought to you by brought to you by Mr. Pussy. Hi, I'm Dick Mentor. See, I'm it's in good, on it. We're job. back. We're, we're in back. We're, we're all we're all aligned. You know what? It was like um it's like the picture in Back to the Future was like getting a little darker and yeah. darker. And then when we <laughs> talked to you about what Dick Mentor is, and then you just did that, you all stood of a sudden up and we're you fully said, back. You stood up and you said, no, Biff. <laughs> Leave her alone. One <laughs> <laughs> of you gets on the phone and you're just like, hey, you got to hear this podcast. Your kids are going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so we're finishing crazy stupid. I'm really excited. There's, Very stoked. We what we talked about is there are a lot of fingers in a lot of pie holes right yeah. now. Yep. Is that the expression? <laughs> That's the expression. That's is that what Dick Ment- is that what Dick Mentor does? I have a, I have a friend who lives in Hong Kong. He's from <laughs> London. I think he says that. And he says I got a lot of fingers and a lot of pies. <laughs> McDonald's. Pie lots holes. of fingers and lots of pie holes. Yeah. Come on down to Annie Ann's pretzels. Put your fingers in some pretzel holes. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of fingers and I got a lot of pies <laughs> hi we gotta plug up these pies Ba-da-da-da-da. put a finger, put a in, finger a in a pie <laughs> like uh, do you guys know like the old adage that uh like the um what was like the worst car that like our parents always talked about it was like a i don't know a pinto yeah like a ford a pinto, pinto or something like that there's there's some it was like a story along with that but there was something that like this car didn't um didn't sell well in uh-huh. some other country and it like translated to like doesn't go or something. Oh, it was, was it Yugo? Yeah. Was it Yugo? It was a Yugo. And I think that was like, it was like Yugo. And then, yeah, it was something in like an Eastern European country. It, it meant like no go. Or yeah. Go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so you, I'm loving it. If you translate that into certain other countries, it's finger in a pile. <laughs> finger in a pile. Dick <laughs> Bombing. <laughs> um, All yeah. right. So, so we, got a, we, got a lot, we got a lot of fingers and a lot of pies. And uh, I'm just really excited to see what comes out of the oven. One you know? thing we did say that is is really interesting in this one is that we do have, and this is just fingers and pie holes, but we got a lot of crossing storylines. Yeah. And a lot of stars. Let's yeah. rip through it real quick. We have Steve Carell and his marriage. Will they get back together? That's right. Will Marissa Tomei come back out and be like, oh, Steve, and it's me, how, the teacher. Yeah. How will that me. resolve? Do they become friends? Right. Does Marissa Tomei even find like a, a spark of anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the kid, does he somehow get any sort of re- resolution with the babysitter? Yep. Does the babysitter hook, hook up, up with Steve, Steve Carell? Carell? Yep. What's going on with Gosling and Emma, Emma Stone? Stone? Emma What's Stone. going on with Emma Stone and Groban? Yeah. Sheesh. What, there's a lot. What's going on with Bacon and Moore? Oh, yeah. Bacon and Moore have that one. Yeah. Carell's doing dreams about sexy bacon mowing the grass. Yeah. Yeah. Man. A lot going on. So much going on. This is a and great I don't. Tweet. I don't know how any of it will, will end. I don't either. Let's go watch But it. I will in about 40 minutes. Yeah, da, 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 da. Let's watch the shit. Later, Taters. Crazy, stupid love. Directed by John Requa and Glenn Facera. Cal Weaver, played by Steve Carell, is living the American dream. He has a good job, a beautiful house, great children, and a beautiful wife named Emily, played by Julianne Moore. Cal's seemingly perfect life unravels, however, when he learns that Emily has been unfaithful and wants a divorce. Over 40 and suddenly single, Cal is adrift in the fickle world of dating. Enter Jacob Palmer, played by Ryan Gosling, a self-styled player who takes Cal under his wing and teaches him how to be a hit with the ladies. And now... Back to the boys. Crazy stupid love. Dudes. Wow. We're back. Oh boy. That fucking movie. That was great. I might make my list. I might make my like top 10 list. I'm not kidding. Yeah. I love that movie. Well done. Well done movie. That movie was so good. That was an excellent movie. I'm really pumped up right now. Now, first off... Uh, to the listeners out there, mm-hmm. I get that this movie was was a big deal. Like, yeah. and I've seen it around. Like, but has it just been too new to be considered like a modern classic? Because I, this a it made a lot of money, mm-hmm. but also I just didn't realize like how 
just how good it was. It is. I it know. is so well written, so well acted. Yeah. Like just a great movie. Yeah. Man, that ending. Yeah. Just came together. It, everything came together so well. Yeah. Woo. Surprising yet inevitable. You have all those, all those fingers and all those, those pies, pies, all those pies go in the oven. They all come out at the same time. Do you know what's also really hard to do? It's really hard to, it's really hard to do all of that when you know that, like if you saw the end, like it's easy to come up with like, okay, so this person, then this person, this person, but you can't be able to call it. You can't be able to just... I had no idea. Right before you yeah. started, you're like, I yeah. wonder if Emma Stone is like this. And I was like, ah. Uh. And then when it happened, I was like, fuck. Dude, it was like, it's so shocking. Mm -hmm. It's so shocking. And then once it, once it happens, it makes... So much sense. All mm -hmm. right. Give give the breakdown. We can get into it. But yeah. before we even get into it, just... Corey, you want to pull down this breakdown? Oof. You want to pull down your... Yeah. Yeah, Put on my drawers. I'm pulling on your if you haven't on seen it, bridge break turn your head and cough. I just want to tell everyone, if you haven't seen it, I don't know why you'd be listening to the third episode by now, but if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's on Netflix. It's yeah. so it is good. an incredibly good and movie. I'll also say this, because we were talking about it before it happened. If you haven't seen it and you want to watch it, don't listen to the rest of this podcast because yeah. there will be some spoilers. Major spoilers yeah. coming but up. Bookmark it. Come back and yeah. listen to it. Hour later. and 40 minutes. Sit down. Watch yeah. it. It's mm -hmm. just yeah, Dude, an incredible I'm, movie. I, I literally would go home and watch that movie again right now. Some popcorn. Has yeah. Katie seen it? It's like one of her favorites. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You want me to hear? I'll I'll break down and then y'all pop in for the things like, that I'm John, all I want you to do is watch Crazy Stupid Love With Me. You're like, uh, A... I want to watch Predator with you. B, I'm going to watch it with my guy friends. Yeah. <laughs> and my son. And my son. I've never seen it. When he's C, nine. the newest World of Warcraft expansion came out. <laughs> no, it didn't. Yeah. So, okay. David Linhagen, Bacon, him and Julianne Moore. Bacon. On a date. Yeah. Um, go out on a date, come home. Uh, she kisses, she, Lynn Hagen plants one on her. Yeah. Plants a, plants a hog on her <laughs> and a babysitter. Oink, what, oink. What's babysitter's name again? Julie. Julie. Jules opens the door, sees him. Julianne Moore gets super flustered. It's like, this is, you know, basically flustered. Babysitter gets mad. Babysitter goes home. I don't want your slut money. Yeah. yeah. Babysitter won't take much? Julianne Moore's money. Cause she's, what she call she's no Judas. Yeah. Yeah, she calls her. She doesn't she call it slutty money? Slutty, money. slutty money. Yeah. Slutty money. And she says, "I, you're the only kid. Like your kids are the only kids I babysit." Yeah. So basically, she you know she's like, "I love you, and I love your family, and I loved your husband more than anything." Yeah. And now you're running around on with the Hagen. Now you freaking. She goes home. Such a good name, yeah, Lynn Hagen. She goes home, does a nude photo shoot, pictures destined for Cal. Yeah. For Steve Carell. Um. Then after that. Uh, this is where it might get a little fuzzy for me. I might a little help. After that, um, Julianne Moore is sad and Julianne Moore calls Carell, who's calls Cal in the yard, who you realize he's in the yard spying in on her cause he misses her. Yeah. Could be creepy, but not creepy. It's out yeah. of love. Yeah. And she calls him for help with the stove, with the pilot light for something. Nothing's broken. Nothing's broken. Great scene where she's like, I need help with this thing. And he's watching her through the window and he's like, let me help you. I'm at home. Does, does a scene like that have like a, um, cinema, cinema name, like where someone is lying. Dramatic and irony. I yeah. was going to call it a double heartbreak fake out. Who, <laughs> who he, he, he breaks your heart left. He breaks your heart right. He swishes with a teardrop. That scene was like so dramatic irony, unique yeah. in a movie. That's dramatic irony. Dramatic irony. What, what is, is the definition of dramatic irony? Well, it's kind of double dramatic irony mm. because. So we're talking, we're talking quadruple. What? I had a joke about it. What? I, I think I talked about it in the. I, t I say what dramatic irony is, and I forget in one of my shows, but dramatic irony is when uh, when the audience doesn't know, um, when the audience knows something that the characters don't. Mm. So that's double dramatic irony because Julianne Moore, so it's irony for Steve Carell mm. if he was watching her and she didn't know. Mm-hmm. It's, but it's dramatic irony because we know that we can see Steve Carell yeah. lying and right. lying. So I guess double 
double dramatic it was, irony. It but it was just like such a unique yeah. scene. Well, because never we're experiencing. It's it. also like very. It, it was very heartfelt the way yeah. it was acted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just loved it. It was great. So then after that, uh, Gosling's gone dark. By the way, on yeah. Corel, Gosling and Corel finally get back in touch, and Gosling's like. I'm a changed man. Uh, Hi. I've actually... Hi, I'm Ryan Gosling. But now I've gone dark. <laughs> I'm dark <laughs> Gosling. <laughs> Gosling gone dark. I've fallen in love. <laughs> oh, I'm going to cut myself. I'm in love. <laughs> I'm no longer doing the pickup artist gig. Oh, welcome to Ryan Gosling. But now I'm back. <laughs> I worship Bell. <laughs> <laughs> you say bail? Yeah. That's he's in a heavy metal man. He's worshiping Satan. He's also kind of a Batman character. That's yeah. Gosling Gondar. <laughs> and welcome to <laughs> I'm always I was okay, al- I'm always looking for this one. Nope. Where's the rock and roll one? Ah, that's what I was looking for. Gosling Gondark. <laughs> uh w- w- when we come back. Yeah. When we you we're gonna one, load we gotta load one assignment. I know I gotta load this thing up. We gotta I gotta load up for every movie. Or label make them. Yeah, we gotta we gotta load them up. Okay, go. so so Gosling calls Steve Carell and is like, "I'm a changed man. I've fallen in love. What do I do?" And like, now yeah. I'm I'm also meeting this person. I'm meeting her parents, her parent, her yeah. mother today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While this is happening, Steve Carell is like doing a project at Lowe's. He's like buying something for his wife with the kids. You're Runs sure. into the babysitter's dad who they're not friends anymore. Yeah, Bernie. You're not sure Bernie. what he's buying. And then this is the scene where every everyone gets lind hogged. Yep. Everyone gets log jammed. <laughs> yeah. And then the the babysitter, Bernie's wife, uh, Bernie's wife finds something in her daughter's drawer. Yeah. Which is a picture a, of her daughter. A, a, multiple pictures of her daughter. Naked. She says, and she says, we, "How many times did we rewind it to three? And we had to default to subtitles. Yeah, subtitles because she says, the JJ, the JJ. Yeah, she says that when she sees her daughter's naked pics, <gasps> and then she shows them to the dad. No, which not like, a good move. Not a great move. Like she shows them to the dad to be like, look what I found in yeah, your daughter. But she doesn't here's, preface here's, it with anything. She just puts it in front of him while he's watching television. Pictures of your sixteen-year-old daughter. You go seventeen. Seventeen. I found Not better. naked pictures of her daughter. You don't hand the father the pictures. No, yeah. not at all. Right? Am I no, wrong? No, you say, you say, sweetheart, even if you're going to show that, you say, sweetheart, I need to show you something. You're not going to like it, but we have to deal with this. Yeah. And then do that. You don't just slide them in front of him while he's watching TV. No. Yeah. Not at all. You don't want to see Ugh. that. Nobody wants to see that. No. No, I mean... Except for I, I would, well, no, I don't. Never. What? Steve Carell's son. Cal, Cal's son wants. She's to seventeen. See it. I don't want to see it. Cal's son wants. Cal's son wants to see it because he's in uh, love yeah. with her and he's younger. <laughs> yeah. So then, Bernie, <laughs> <laughs> the actress is twenty-four. What? What's? The, <laughs> all right, what's? What is the? What's the call in the field for that then? What? What? When? Like a, when a character is? I think the call in the field for all intents and purposes right now is I don't want to see that. <laughs> I think that's the call. No, no, no. Stop you right there. I think no, the Kevin's call. Like, Kevin was like, right now. Kevin was like, <laughs> that's the call. Kevin's gut reaction was like, I want to see that. And then he processed I, character 17. He's like, I don't want to see that. Yeah, yeah. But then he's like, she's not the, she was 24 when it was taken. That was the actress. So what's, so what's the call on the field? Well, the, I mean, it's the same call on the field. We would go to the booth first off and do a replay, <laughs> but we'd get, we would do We're that. Taking it to Chuck upstairs. And it's like, that's, that's, I mean, context, everything. If it's just like, if you told that guy, just like, want to see a picture of a naked woman, mm-hmm. then he'd see it and he'd be like, whoa, it's my daughter, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's like, if someone puts in your head that somebody is, is, uh, 17, I, I would, I'm like, I would be down to see naked pictures of a girl, but then I was like, oh, not a high school. Yeah. 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 Um, um, but the actress playing a high schooler. You'd be down to see naked pictures of her. As long as I, if I came right into the movie and they didn't tell me she was in high school and I was like, and I just saw her IMDb. Yeah. Like if you were on set, if I was on set, if you were on set hanging out for a couple days. So the call in the field is that it requires a lot of explanation. So it should probably be, though you don't want to see. And what we settled on was if we were on set, we'd ask the actress, can't, not the character, can I see naked pictures of you? 
I and heard then I, you're showing people naked pictures. Right. May I be one of those people? Sure. May I be one of those people? And then there's an article that comes out about you in the Hollywood Reporter, and uh-huh. you never work in the business again. <laughs> right. And that's what the past few years have been about. <laughs> and that's the call on the field. Okay, so... So Bernie sees Thanks these pictures. The Bud Light line <laughs> for this episode's Call on the Field. Hey, can we not have you judging whether it's okay to look at 17-year-old girls' naked pictures? Even if you're trying to justify it with Bud the actress Light? being on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, no, Bud no, Light. no, sorry, Bud Light. This is sponsored by you. Yeah. Well, no, here's the thing. We'll even take sponsorship from your shitty seltzer that you have. <laughs> Bud Light's out, but McDonald's UK is in. <laughs> Naked pictures? Yes, please. From America? It's cozy. <laughs> is it? Is it a, this is a... Dude, you know what I say in my head? When I see a 24-year-old's naked pictures, but she's playing a 17-year-old in a movie, I'm loving it. <laughs> I am loving it. Um, those pictures, I'm glad we spend a lot of time talking about because those pictures we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about. For sure. Yeah. All right. So Bernie gets them. Burn the dad gets him. Gets very mad. Red. Rightfully red. so. Seen red. Rightfully like, so. Dude, red. Gets in his car and she's like, Daddy, no, Daddy, no. She sees that he sees him. He gets in the car, drives. She gets in the car behind him, drives. Right. And then meanwhile, Carell, C- Cal, shows up at his own his old house. No, he's there. Julian Moore. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I need you. Um uh, Cal's there. Julian Moore shows up as blindfolded. The son is wearing a baby blue tux jacket and he yeah. says, mom, I got to lead you in here. There's a surprise. Dad's here. Romantic music. comes. Romantic on. music. We see the Lowe's project they've been working on. Yeah. It's, it's like the a, mini golf hole that they met at. For yep. Yeah. Windmill churning. Yep. Ooh. And then he, you can tell he's about to set up something super romantic. Julian Moore's still blindfolded. Julian Moore's still blindfolded. And then Emma Stone. Who walks in? Emma Stone. Nana. And then you're like, wait a second. What's Emma Stone doing here? She says, hey, daddy. Yep. Ryan Gosling's like, what? what? And then, yeah, you see right. Gosling walk in. So you find out. Steve Carell. Steve like, says, no. Like, no. Yeah. And so you out. find out oh, You find man. out that Emma Stone is his daughter. And this is the guy he's going to meet. And the mom, or this is the mom he's going to meet. I, I know I'm cra- super high on this movie right now, but that's got to be like one of the best scenes in I, movies. I also didn't think about this when we watched it, but. He told Gosling told Cal on the phone, I'm going to meet her mother. Yeah. Steve Carell wasn't even supposed to be there. Yeah. So Cal wasn't even supposed to be there. Uh. So it's not only like had Cal not planned the romantic gesture, this would have just gone on for a while until it was like, well, I'm going to now go meet this guy's father, Mm -hmm. this girl's father. Yeah. So Cal wasn't even supposed to be. So so baseline that already is an insanely fun premise of like, who are you? Why are you here? That's my daughter. You're, you're a dirtbag. Right when Steve Carell is getting really worked up, Bernie comes in from the side. Tackle. Tackles him. Yeah. And they start fighting. Ryan Gosling wrestles Bernie, the the father of the babysitter, off. Babysitter also runs and in. Right when Jules, yeah, Jules. Right when Gosling has him in a in a headlock, like the 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 cherry on top of the beautiful dramatic mm-hmm. Sunday. Kevin Bacon walks. David Linhog. Linhog. Hey, hey guys. And then Gosling walks up to Linhog like a true sucker, like true bro move. Takes off his ring. Mm-hmm. Freaking Jacks Linhog. Says, "Who are you?" He's like. You fucking ruined my my friend. Really run. hurt my friend. Yeah, right. yeah. And he uh, he hits him, and then the cops show up, and, and then everything's wrecked. And before before the cops show up, and we'll break it down more. Yeah, yeah. Before the cops show up, like Gosling goes to like lay down, put himself on the line, mm-hmm. and then Steve Carell still at the end is just like, "You're not allowed to see my daughter." Yeah. Right. And still, like you think he's like, "Hey, thanks for having my back." You can't. He's just the the fun is over, and he's like fucking yeah. pissed yeah. which is yeah. kind of heartbreaking yeah definitely and then the what's even more heartbreaking to me is then he he sees his son who he's in when cal leaves mm. when Carell leaves he sees his son who he's involved in this whole plot to get his wife back yeah and he just you know after he's built this thing he just goes go home go big or go home huh bud and the kid just goes go home dad oh, oh man and then, and then we wow. we do a great montage of flashing forward in time of just showing everyone's like messed up world. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kid, uh, 
The son is deleting Jules's number. Jules is embarrassed in her room. All I can see familiar faces, worn out places. That's not in it, but no, no, but that's like the vibe. It's it's a sad vibe. I I was, I I picked up where you're going. Um, (laughs) And I kind of find it funny. I find it Who sings that song? When it's crazy, that stupid loving is making me real mad. Is that Supergrass? No, I forget. It's okay. It's just from Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. Oh. Um, um, and yeah, and Ryan Gosling's like telling uh, Emma Stone, "Call your dad," and he's not doing it. Um, so then we have a, a, a last scene at the bar. Steve yeah. Carell's been at the bar for a long time. He's been hanging out. He's like drunk, drinking in the middle of the day. Ryan Gosling comes in and like, is like, your kids miss you. You need like, what are you doing here? I love your daughter. And Steve Carell's like, stop giving me parenting advice. Right. Like, leave me alone. Um, and he's like, you know, you, your, your son's eighth grade graduation is coming up. You should go to it. And that's, that's where the movie ends. It's eighth grade graduation. The son makes a really like depressing when he's well, the son, the son just you rats me like, and that's where the movie ends. I thought you were doing a bit. Like, oh, no. the movie's over then. Yeah, no, the graduation. Yeah, scene. yeah. yeah the graduation scene. Yeah, the, the the son gets up. Well, Marissa Tomei, so great, gets up and says, "You know, this is one of the most outspoken students that I've had." And fantastic joke line. Marissa Tomei gets up. The youngest daughter just goes, "She's pretty." <laughs> and Julianne Moore's like, like, "Shut up, shut up." Uh, uh. <laughs> so good. And then, uh, but yeah, the kid gets up and does a speech about how love shoots uh, the bed pretty hard. Yeah, it's just like love. You know, I used to believe in love. I don't believe in it anymore. And finally, Steve Carell impulsively just Cal stands up and just says, "Stop." Mm-hmm. And then Gosling, who's there with Emma Stone, is like, "Oh no!" Mm-hmm. And then Cal gets up and gives uh, a heartfelt speech about how he he met he met someone he took her out for ice cream and his dad made fun of him for going on his first date and he said dad i'm gonna date tons of women um and then he said that's the first time i ever lied to my dad yeah because i didn't date any more women yeah and we also find out we also find out with the gosling connection that they got pregnant with emma stone at 17 17, which is why they got together so young but now he says that he doesn't regret anything about it and then the he makes the romantic the grand the grand romantic gesture gesture. that his that his son has been looking for and um and yeah, kind of, it all wraps up really nice and sweet. Everyone's mm-hmm. on good terms. Cal gives uh, the Gosling his blessing. And then last, last thing we see. So, well, then Carell and Julianne Moore have a really beautiful moment yeah. Where, yeah. where they're just standing there awkwardly. They don't, you, the movie ends, you don't know. I mean, you have a feeling, but he, he, Steve Carell even says like, and I don't know what's going to happen. Right. And then outside they just have like, they don't even kiss. These ju- she's just like, I've missed you. I don't know yeah. what the lines are specifically, mm-hmm. but it's just like she's fucking bringing out the Academy Award level acting of just like mm-hmm. holding tears back. And he's looking at her and you can just tell they like they've been through a lot, but they love each other. And mm-hmm. then. John, Robbie, the, the little the little high school kid goes up to the babysitter <sighs> and he's like, you know, I'm going to look like my dad in, in 10 years. I'll go after you then. And she's like, I think that's a good plan. And he sticks out his hand to shake her hand. What does she give him? She says, doesn't she say like this will tide you over till then or these will get you through college? Like get, get you through, through high school. school. Through high school. Just hands him a stack of naked pictures of her. Wow. And then walks away. I feel like that little kid is such a little Kevin Doyle. <laughs> that when he was like he was giving his speech and he's like, I wasn't ashamed when I was what I was doing in the dark under the covers. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> and that is a little Kevin he's Doyle. like, I'm not gonna be embarrassed about it. That is like so that is, <laughs> that is so you. you. And <laughs> dude, if you were going into ninth grade and the 17 year old gave you some some naked pics, how pumped would you have been? It's kind of what's kind of amazing about that storyline. And the end of it is it's like, it's so riding the line of like, it's fucking creepy and awesome. Like they've, they've done the work for her, for it to be like, you know what? This is like, this is not okay. And perfectly okay. At the same time, dude, you know, Mm -hmm. like every single straight boy who lived through eighth grade, like immediately connected with that kid and was like, it's the oh, dream, man. Mm. I am so jealous. What if he just whipped out a smartphone? And he was like, Psh, I already got all this and just starts going through Pornhub. 
like, okay, hey, hit me when you get some these pro are, photos. These are, just, these are just nudes. I'm really into bukkake. Okay. Hey, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. They're just ruined. Um, but yeah. Probably what it's like nowadays. That's really sad. Oh, I, I know. I'm horrible. sure it is sad. Yeah, Dude, totally. When, when I was a freshman, um, our, our high school for years, years, they would have senior skip day. Mm-hmm. Um, where like all the seniors would just leave the school and go mm-hmm. to beach or whatever. It was a tradition in my school for senior skip day. That's because you went to a John Hughes high school. Yeah, I went to, yeah. I did. You did. Everyone would go out and there was like a huge semicircle where like people could pull in and we had a huge, gorgeous front lawn and all of the senior girls would get in their Jeeps and they would just ride around the front of the school topless. What? That's awesome. Yeah. Really? A hundred percent. Like you, you went to an eighties movie. It high was school. the weirdest thing. Really? It was crazy. Like yeah. the, this is going back to our discussion about the babysitter pictures. Those were 17 year olds doing that. Yes. That is so and like all the freshmen would just be in the front lawn, just watching this, the, the, the attractive high school seniors just drive around naked. <laughs> Did the guys drive around with their dongs flapping? No, the guys would drive the girl. The guys, the guys would be driving. Wow. Like wow. you went to an 80s, you went to Porky's. Yeah. You it went to Porky's like and it made 16 no candles. Sense. It made no sense why it happened. And then by the time it like got to my grade, they stopped doing that. But like for the first two or three years I was there. that Which happened. is a bummer because some of the girls in your grade probably had some great tits. Hey. It's kind of a bummer. Hey. Um, Isn't that crazy. That is really crazy. Yeah. I did. I did realize one cool thing about this movie is that um, now that we've been watching so many of of these movies, you get adult, you get um, three age ranges. So you get the high, you get some of the high school stuff Mm -hmm. that you get from like Clueless or 10 Things I Hate About You, which we're watching, you know, like um, not not a lot. Yeah. Then you get some of some of like the middle range courting, dating, hooking up mm-hmm. kind of classic sex in the city type stuff. Really? Mm-hmm. That's like, mm-hmm. um, this is how you, this is how you have a, have game. And like, are you hooking up? Or are you finding love? Right. Like Ryan Gosling is like, kind of like a, I don't know if there's another movie version, but it's like Carrie Bradshaw, but he's like a playboy. Yeah. That range. And then you have the higher range of like, uh, older, more complicated love and divorce and cheating. And you're playing all those notes. Yeah. It's like three, three, they, those could be three separate stories. Yeah. We've talked about how we've, we've thought about on the back wall here, making the Pepe Silva chart of rom-coms. And when that movie ended, I was like, I feel like the writer there, what there had to be a visual web in his head, but at least it was just like, okay, this person, this person, this level of relationship, this level, this kind, like it, it touches on so many different things. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. How, how do you create that story? It's just so insane. Well, I love, I love movies, but usually they're, I, I love movies. No, I love movies that do this and it became like a pretty Wait, big. What, what just happened in your head right there? Cause you came in with like, I love movies. And then you're like, I, I, I love movies. No, like, you I, had to I like met. Reassure, I, you had to assure no, met, yourself that you loved them, and then I was you conceded. Say, like I love movies. I said I love movies that do this. I, it's, and but I I put a break and I stopped at movies and I thought it'd just be funny if I was like I love movies. Oh. Um, but I love movies that that do the the weaving together. Oh my gosh! And and then when it's done, but it was done so well with. You know, like Magnolia, and then yeah. there's mo- this yeah. movie called. I need to see I mean, that. Crash kind of so sucks, but like Crash tried to do it um, about like racism, mm-hmm. um, and it's like not that great. And Brokeback Mountain should have won Best Picture that year, but um, Hot Takes with Kevin. That is a that is that is a. I think that's a take from a. It is a hot take, but it's a take from a lot of people. Yeah, because Brokeback is such a good mountain movie, yeah. which we need to watch. It's, Never seen it. It's also a good mountain. It's that's a good mountain. It's a great mountain, dude. That's the best mountain to have Woo. to have gay sex on. Yeah, dude. I want to watch. Speaking <laughs> speaking of things going on outside your marriage, that's a great. That mountain. is a great mountain. It's a great mountain. That's that's some crazy stupid love, right? dude. I re- if I ever run into the character Jake Gyllenhaal from Brokeback Mountain, I'll be like, "What's your favorite mountain?" <laughs> There's only one, dude. You'd be like, uh, "Vale." Yeah, <laughs> I'm a big snowboarder. Um, I but, like Banff. <laughs> but um, there's another one called like 
13 conversations about one thing. Yeah. And when it came out, I watched it and I loved it and I haven't heard about it since, but I remember it being one of these movies that my guess, if I went back and watched it, it would be good. Yeah. But it doesn't. Uh, but I think that one was probably almost a little too, um, like uh, surgical. That's like so many different things. And then they all come together. Mm-hmm. This was done as a fucking secret. Yeah. This yeah. was not, this, this was just like, it slowly came together because it wasn't like, it, it's kind of easy to be like, Oh, and then at the end they are all at this car crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you don't have to have relationships, you just have to choose yeah. a thing. Right. This was fucking crazy. Stupid. And stupid. Wow. And loved. Because it it was done in a way that explored all these different subjects. And then when they're all in the same room at the end, they're all there's not a single person where you're just like, Yeah, but why is the bartender there? Yeah. Right. Why is the bartender that served like she wouldn't be at the fu- like, right. You're like, no, all of these people. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. I would love to listen to how the writer came up with this idea. Dude. Well, it says the yeah. writer, he started writing it in 09, came out in like 012. I mean, it, there's not a lot of info on it on our main source, Wikipedia, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be great to, I guarantee you there's an interview out there with it yeah. you should read, but it says that he started writing it about love amongst a group of people. And it was based on his own experiences Whoa. and he wrote it with Corel in mind. And then it's started he you can tell it, that when he when Corell is going through the like his first night sleeping with marissa tomei's character mm-hmm. you can tell that that scene in particular was written for steve crow yeah. it's very very 40, 40 yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 totally uh they said Corell read it and within a week he was like i'm in and yeah. it started with they it started with a 2.5 million dollar budget which is pretty low yeah you know what the final budget was it was like 30 million dollars 50 how do they even, I, I don't even know what they spent that on. Yeah, I, I, I don't either. Well, okay. you got to think about it, probably star fees. You got all those stars. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's what it is. That it's just like they kept on their, like, I mean, you probably we got Julianne Moore. We got, we got Gosling. We got Gosling. We got Emma Stone. Yeah. They, they, they it was mainly on, um, uh, inkjet ink because, uh, someone from the set kept on stealing the pictures, Kevin, <laughs> the pictures <laughs> and <laughs> some, those cartridges, some guy just hanging out. Yeah. Um, I, I will yeah. say that one of the things that, I mean, there's such a difference between A list and B list mm-hmm. and even A list and A minus list mm-hmm. that it's like, um, I've heard other people say this, but it's like in Entourage, they don't buy that Adrian Grenier is, is the is Aquaman. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. he's, he's a great actor, but it's like, you don't buy that he's, and there is. That's a- people's criticism of Entourage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that's one thing I couldn't get on board yeah. with. That's one thing. That- yeah, not not the fact that his fucking driver turtle becomes like a successful successful business mogul. Yeah, or that Johnny Drama is like a celebrity. Yeah, it's <laughs> like or that his buddy from the Bronx is his agent. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh- <laughs> I see why Entourage is problematic. Though. <laughs> Adrian Grenier's character couldn't possibly be in Medellin. <laughs> Oh man. Oh man. That's funny, John. That's real funny. Thanks, guys. Um the but in this, the difference between who else would have been cast as Ryan Gosling, even if you get someone who's like incredible. Yeah. Getting someone at Gosling's level takes this movie to the Dude, next level. 100%. Or even I'd say the same for Steve Carell cuz I'm I'm not, sometimes when it's full comedy, I'm not the biggest Carell head. Yeah. Um but in this man, those fucking tear jerking moments. Yeah, to I mean, be able to hit those notes of what actor did we mention when we la- talked last time, John? There was somebody that we mentioned that it's like if they would have done it, they would have they would have bombed on the comedy. Yeah. he just nails the comedic moments, Dude, it's and then so freaking good, man. And then you get Julianne Moore, her tearing up. Jeez, that movie so was awesome. Yeah. What um, this is like a good thing I want to talk about, okay. which is like. One of the coolest moments too was when Steve Carell explains why he doesn't give his blessing. Mm-hmm. Cause as a character, you're like, you're wrong currently right now. Yeah. But he's like, when he it just says, he's like, I know too much. I'll never give you the blessing. I just know too much. And I feel like, and then what's Gosson come back with? Uh, I don't remember. You're a good father. Cal. Oh, oh good yes. Father? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. that yeah. right there. Totally. Yeah. Is like, is just two men 
who had this connection of like, this is how you fuck. Like that was like their whole connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even though he hasn't seen Gossin's revolution, re- uh, uh, not, not revolution change. Mm-hmm. He hasn't seen his, uh, his evolution evolution. Um, yet. And so he can't totally trust it, but that was kind of like both of them, like Steve Carell's shame of being like, I fucked nine people and I miss my wife still. Mm-hmm. And Ryan mm-hmm. Gosling being like, yeah, I've, I fell in love and I, I am a scumbag. I hurt so many women yeah. probably. Yeah. And I just thought that moment was like so, so good, good so and good. so justified in all of their characters. It also, when you, t- when we talked about like good writing and storytelling, there's the whole like full character journey as they, they mm-hmm. come back to, they they end up in the same place but changed mm-hmm. and that's physically they ended up in the same place that they met each other yeah yeah didn't that didn't they meet in the bar yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And like they it, met it each just, other there yeah. and they, but they're in totally different places well it's it's interesting because steve Carell's character is actually not in a different place he's like he at that scene he is still choosing mm. yeah he is still down he's lower than he was True. He's like they're yeah. drinking during the day like not just complaining about David Linhagen, but now lamenting over the fact that Linhagen's this, his son hates him, his right, daughter's right. dating a scumbag. So he's like in a worse. A, That's a true. Worse I guess place. he hasn't finished his journey yet. Yeah, he's like right at the bottom yet. Where he, yeah, yeah. He, he, I think his end point is like at the it's after the graduation when yeah. he's like you know dressed nice, more confident. Yeah, like, I think I also know. his. His, maybe it's not the end of his journey, but the choice that he makes is seeing how, seeing how his behavior has, cause he tried really hard. That's what's kind of crazy when you try and like change, but you haven't changed the underlying mm-hmm. part of yeah. things. He tried really hard. That's so romantic what he did for Julian Moore. And then he fucked it up because whether you're talking about like spirituality or storytelling of like, or therapy of like, but he has not hit rock bottom. He hasn't dealt with his like hubris yet. Yeah. His, his pride of, uh, or whatever, because he wants to choose her, but he hasn't dealt. Well, he gets thrown for quite a wrench, Yeah. but still like, that's why when his son says, um, says like, go home dad, because he makes a fool out of himself because yeah. he hasn't right. been like, yeah, who am I? But then what's really cool is then seeing his change happens when he sees like his behavior and how it's affected his son and not just himself. Yeah. yeah. Cause you're, when you're at a bar drinking, you're feeling bad for yourself right. almost no matter what you're doing Yeah, in yeah. some way. And he's just like, all this stuff happened to me. And then to see like, Oh shit, my son was so happy and look what has happened. Right. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I thought that was pretty powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Tomei does after this. She flicks Steve Carell off as he's given his heart, heartfelt speech. Yeah. She's back at the bar. You think her and Lynn Hagen hook it up? Ooh. They should. They yeah. totally should. Yeah. They should. I mean, I wonder that's maybe kind of where this is good that it's like you think for a while of like what could her resolution be mm-hmm. and and maybe you don't need it because there's so many bows tied up but her just like giving the finger, I guess I don't need to force it, but it's like, maybe that's her just being like, yeah, when you do that shit, like you hurt people. Why? She doesn't give a fuck that. It's like, well, I'm glad you're back together. She got caught up in the blades of the whole thing. Yeah, totally. In the lawnmower of love. (laughs) That's a punk song. It's called lawnmower of love. Uh, And then there's just a part where it just says, sometimes we get caught up in the blades. It's true. It's very true. She Mm -hmm. got caught up in the blades. I mean, I'm sure there's, there's going to be 42 girls Jackie Robinson. All there's gonna be, there's gonna be forty two girls all on a text chain, all just being like, you oh. see fucking Gosling, he'll, like, oh, you're in love now. Oh, he'll become yeah, what right. Was the, what was the West Elm meme? The guy from West, West Elm, Elm Caleb. Yeah. West Elm Caleb. That's yeah. who Gosling is. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, you're, you're getting married now. Yeah. Like, totally. Remember the year and a half you were into choking? Yeah. You know. Totally. Oh, now he's married and into choking. I don't know if she's into it. Yeah. Yeah, she's a good girl. Let me get this on the record now. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> but we're not. Are, we're, we. You have experience. <laughs> Wait, what? It's in this uh, special. Joking. Oh, that's the right. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like. He's into joking. I'm into joking. joking. Yeah. You guys, have you guys watched that show, Impractical Chokers? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Um, this was an this was an awesome movie. We we hope you loved it. We hope you loved the conversation that we had. Um, it was so fun. If you haven't already, please check out our Patreon. We got new exciting things on Patreon. What movies have we done on Patreon? Uh, Princess Princess Bride. Uh, wait, no, uh, we did a Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Prince. <laughs> Princess Bride. It's, we got really good shit on the Patreon. <laughs> um, we did Pretty Woman. We did Princess Bride. We did. There's, um, there's, there's others. You've got mail. You've got mail. You've got, you've got mail. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we're building it out. We, we, we're, we're, get, we're getting our heads straight. But check out our Patreon. Um, we're we're also uh, we're also throwing up Sex and City rewatches. Yep. Uh, uh, we're doing some on the main feed. We're we're gonna at some point watch all of Sex and the City mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Yeah. Check out the videos on YouTube. Um, you know, we made fun of it for so long, but mash that like and subscribe button. Um, stop by there. What's Leave, up YouTube? <laughs> drop us comments. We're just trying to grow this thing. You can't be mad about that. Yeah. yeah. We're trying to uh, just keep on building until more and just like that. We want your suggestions for any movies. We're working on getting some interviews going with uh, cast members from and just like that. Mm-hmm. And and just like people out in the world that want to talk. I mean, people want to talk about sex in the city. Yeah. And uh, we want to talk to people about that in rom-com. So um, if you have any suggestions, you know, for we should do, we should have Dan Clay on cause he, uh, just came out with a book. Oh, cool. We should, we should find out what his favorite rom-com is and watch yeah, it with him. That would be amazing. Yeah. You totally do that. Yeah. So, um, thank you all for listening. Let us know, uh, any movies we should watch. Join the Patreon. Give us a, a like and subscribe and review. And we love you. Later taters. Later taters. Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cabin, Kevin James Doyle, and John Sieber. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and narrated by Katie Sieber. This podcast is part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Check out all their great podcasts at seltzerkings.com. You can find the boys on their socials at The Bradshaw Boys or on their website at thebradshawboys.com. And as always, if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.